welcome to etc i'm ann and i'm casey first time here i'm ann and who are you i'm casey well welcome casey we're (laughs) (laughs) ex-girlfriends who have a minimum of two drinks and chat about our week um so we had our first episode and i feel like it went well how'd you how'd you feel it went it went fine fine (laughs) fine it was fine fine oh my gosh um uh we received some helpful feedback first of all if you would like to reach out to us you can do so at etc podcast at gmail.com and that's e x c e t e r a podcast at gmail.com so drop us a line if you have some questions or you just want to tell us how we're doing or if you have something you want us to chat about you can reach us there Hey. Also, my friend, um, my friend Jen thinks I'm senile based on our, fir- our first podcast. I think you're senile based on our first <laughs> podcast. Are you kidding me right now? My heart was a little damaged. I have been receiving so much shit for not um, remembering that we live together. I mean, so. yeah. Thank you, Jen, for pointing that out. Keep pointing it out to her. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? Oh my god, my week. Well, as I put in the teaser on our Facebook page, um, the police were at our house again. Again? From again, the last time, time you told me? Yep, third time. So, a little background. Um, I have three kids, and we moved to a little town in the Fox Valley from Milwaukee. And I knew that it was going to be, you know, a little bit of a change and, you know, things like that. But so we moved in 2016 and the police were first called in 2016 when um, I call it my the summer that I was going to jump off a bridge because I decided to be a stay at home parent and I was horrible at it. And it really (laughs) sucked the life out of me. And my kids during some point of the day decided to go in the garage and pour all of the chemicals that they could find together into a bowl. So I thought this probably is not safe. How do I dispose of this? So I had to call the police and the fire truck came (laughs) and they took the bowl of chemicals away. And it was horrific because I'm like, welcome to the neighborhood. Here's the crazy on the corner calling the cubs, whatever. So then the second time I'll just call the mooning incident of 2017. And that's when, um, the girls down the street who the kids are not allowed to hang out with anymore, I'll call them weirdo and crazy, um, decided to talk my kids into what I'm not, no, they're not innocent. They were fully part of this as well, but they um, were five at the time. Two of them were five and one of them was three. Um, decided to stand on the corner of our little street and moon all the passerbys. <laughs> all these little kids. All their little dirtkin butts. And so the neighbor across the street didn't think it was quite as funny as everybody else seems to think. And so she called the police. And three squad cars show up. <laughs> these For little kids, kids mooning, mooning people? people. Yeah. 
So that was awesome. I mean, oh my God. But then this last time it was my fault, 100%, because we got, you know, this rescue dog, Jude, and he's an old man, and we decided to put up a fence. So Tracy put up a fence, and Greg put up the fence, and it's awesome, and they literally put the last bolt into the fence. And I was like, hey, let me be the first one to walk through, and <laughs> I'll, do the, I'll do the inaugural whatever, or the whatever, I'll, you know, be the first one to walk through the fence. So I walk through the fence, and boop, Jude runs out. <laughs> and the police show up and I get warnings for like dog molestation or something like that. And then like a dog off leash and it was horrible and I was crying and it was dramatic. It was so awful, but, (laughs) but we're keeping the dog. It's going to be fine. I'm going to learn how to open a fence correctly. We're going to all work together. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. that was my week. This is the third we're doing. We're we've been here three years. The police have been called three times. Well, so that's just like one time a year. Once a year. It's really not that big of a deal. But just so they know where you live. They know. Trust me. If there is a real emergency, they can find you. Because they've been there before. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they do. Between everything that happens at school. and (laughs) Yep. We're on their radar. That's a good time. That was my week. I know. Oh my At least gosh. it was the chemicals again, which they took the chemicals away to the um, one of the f- fire people who showed up, took the chemicals with them because he wanted to show the class how my kids mixed these chemicals together. And it was forming like this kind of like layery, I don't know what, and he's never seen it before in chemicals. <laughs> so... They took like, it to use in I the I don't classroom. know what kind of witchcraft <laughs> they did in this garage. Yeah, they but were dancing around the buckets. It was like they were chanting something. I'm not sure what was happening. But anyway, yeah, this is it. And it and each of the calls ends up in tears. So we're all crying. The dog is crying. Everybody's crying. I think I made the police officer cry. Whatever. But yeah, that was that was my week. How was yours? Well, I just think that, like, that's the stuff that's not in the parenting books. Right. No chapter on what to do if your kids pour a bunch of chemicals together. Um, You know, here's the list of calls you should make first. Right. And you're in the middle of a breakdown because you made a stupid idea to be a stay-at-home parent. Like, (laughs) what was I thinking? I I mean, who can do it? Who, me? Stay-at-home parent? (laughs) Have you met me? Have I met me? Who thought that would be a good idea? My kids have off of school tomorrow, and it's. I'm not looking forward to it. No, one day. No. No. Not even one stinking day. And then I have to be closed the next day because they keep upgrading all these power lines in my neighborhood. So, like, once a month, they shut my power off for the whole day. But luckily, well, (laughs) that's that's the story about my week. My air conditioner is dead, dead, dead. I called. I had someone come out because it was going to be like 95 degrees and he came out and he said, oh, it's just this, I don't know, flux capacitor or whatever. Yeah. Go back in time thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's like, it's like $270. And I'm like, okay, fine. Let's do that. We'll be up and running in no time. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. And it'll be like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. And then he comes back and he's like, um, so it's completely out of coolant and you need oh. four, 
14 pounds of coolant, which is like the Freon, which is the hundred and a liquid. Uh, yeah, it's like a gas, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it's 105. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not an air conditioner person, but it's $105 a pound. And I need what? 14, 14 pounds. It's pounds completely empty. Free on air. <laughs> yeah, $105. Yeah. So, so then we've gone from like $270 to plus the $1,400. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay. <gasps> I, I guess just, okay, do it. And because the other thing is that in the state of California, starting in 2020, you can't have Freon in your air conditioner. So I'm like, this has got to last me for a while because if it runs out again, I'm not going to be able to get Freon starting well, next year. I mean, there's air conditioners without Freon? Yeah. There's newer ones. They're called fans. And you're going to go out and you're going to be sweating all day. <laughs> So he goes, he goes to put the Freon in and it starts smoking. I have a leak, (gasps) No. which thankfully he found before he put $1,400 worth of Freon in that would have (gasps) just leaked out. Um, But so basically my air conditioner is completely dead and I just, I have to get a new one. So then the next day, someone came out to give me a quote and it gets even worse, which you how could it get worse, you ask? Well, the air conditioner is too close to the gas lines. No. It should have never been put there in the first place. But our house is like, I don't know, old. Um, so we would have to have it move to the other side of the house when we get a new one put in. And the has this abatement and blah, 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 blah. So it turns out it's going to cost like fifteen to $20,000 to get. No. A new air conditioner. Yeah. Well, so, you might as well move. So we're not going to have an air conditioner for a while. And uh, what are you going to do? It's hot. It, well, it's been a, it was a chilly 70 degrees today. So, um, but we'll just get like one of those, I don't know, portable things. A fan? No, there's like. They can cool your room down. Ice cubes. I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully winter's coming. Buy all of the (laughs) cracky little ice bag things where you just stick them all over. Just Just, tape them to your body. Yeah. I grew up without air conditioning. I mean, there are people who don't have air conditioning. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. There are people who don't have air conditioning. Who doesn't have air conditioning? It is 56 degrees here right now. I was just walking my dog. The lady on the corner has her air conditioning on. <laughs> so, so that was, yeah, so that was fun. That was a really good time. Mm-hmm. I love being a homeowner sometimes. Um, it's no. stuff like, but we've been here like, I don't know, 10 years now. So stuff's just, you know, we've been here long enough that stuff's starting to wear and tear. And so it's like, ugh. that sucks, man. I know. You just want to light a match. You just want to mix all the chemicals together. Yeah. And just and light a match. And put them in a bucket and, and just light a match. Be, yeah. And be like. show you what to do. The, what like to use, Breaking Bad style. Just like, I don't know what happened. So. Yeah. I've never seen but, Breaking Bad. Really? It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took my daughter to the local Pride Fest uh, <gasps> yesterday. 
Oh, it was super, super tiny. And I mean, it was really small because it's like, imagine like Wauwatosa having a little pride fest. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was nice. And I was thankful that there was visibility and I'm appreciative of that and that there were conversations about families and and how other people you know can identify just I explained a lot of stuff to her that um you know I told her what a drag queen was and um you know stuff like that because they haven't been to a pride fest since we lived in Wisconsin and they were little 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 right Uh, so it was nice and I, I was proud that there was like at least like I said visibility and you know people so welcoming and there were younger kids there oh nice teenagers high schoolers and that was nice yeah um so we're walking around, we're walking all the different booths, and my daughter's just interested in, like, getting as many stickers as she possibly can, sure. because you know, she's got to put them on her water bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to be, like, like, a Visco girl, whatever. Whatever um, that means, by the way. I, know. I have no I, idea. It's like, Visco? Yeah, Visco, scrunchies, oversized shirts, Birkenstocks. I have no idea <laughs> Puka shell necklaces. Yeah, you have to get Urban Dictionary. That's how you stay relevant. Okay. Um. So she's just like going to all the different booths, and we stop at this one booth, and it has two much older lesbians working there, super friendly, and we're chatting. And my daughter's like, "Oh, you know, can I have some stickers?" And they're like, "Yeah, take this one, take this one, take this one," and and then I feel bad, just like you know, going to a booth and stealing people's stickers and that not saying like, so what do you have here? And stuff like that. <laughs> what are you about? So, so, so tell me about your organization. And it turns out it's this aging lesbian organization. It's <gasps> like, oh my God, were they like sage or us? something? But so it's this whole aging lesbian organization. They're like, well, we're the regional blah, blah, blah for aging we're lesbian stuff and I joke and I'm like well that's ridiculous because lesbians don't age I'm still like 23 and she goes yeah mm-hmm. I've been 31 for a long time now too oh. and I'm like oh my god okay and then she looks at me and she goes you must in these magazines anyway and I look at it I'm like oh okay and it's this magazine called live well not just about aging but about aging well oh my god oh my god and I, and I, and I just sorry you have the wrong person because I don't look a day over 29 exactly oh. so then I was like okay let's go do you need any more stickers come on <laughs> Give me those goddamn stickers. Age well. And then there was a booth with some CBD gummies. So I got some of those. And I mean, it was aging. Come on. Aging. Who does? Nice. But yeah, it made me super nostalgic for like the crazy pride fests that we would go to. They were crazy. I don't even think they're like that anymore now. I haven't been to Pride Fest in forever. But the last one, or this past summer, I heard that, like, there wasn't even a main main person. It was just all, like, the dance part 
Like, thank God I didn't go, because Lord Almighty, that's a long time to stand dancing. <laughs> well, they'd have the, the Indigo Girls and Sarah McLaughlin and weddings. Mm-hmm. This one had, um, I mean, it's a small town, but it had two, I don't know, American Idol finalists. Oh, that's um, a big deal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, which I, fun, I, which area, which they level were, like, did they? First ones eliminated. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know who they were, but I haven't watched that show in a while. And then, as we were leaving, it was like a like a drag queen doing a combination spoken word slash oh. bad rapping. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure what it was. I wasn't sure. Um, but there was a, you know, like a, one of the most underdressed drag queens I've ever seen in my life. Like just a real mild attempt. Um, because I'm going to point this out again. It's hot there. And <laughs> who is going to, what their whole makeup is going to drip off. Everything's going to be horrible. <laughs> Excuse. There's no excuse. It's a hundred percent excuse. <laughs> and then I was like, um, you know, so for example, you see that that gentleman over there, um, or that that woman over there, that's that's a guy, you know, dressed in drag. And she's like, that's not a woman. And I'm thinking, oh, girl, you need some glasses. If like, <laughs> put this on the list. <laughs> Um, but it was fun and then um glitter happened she talked me into putting (gasps) glitter there was a sephora tent there and they were like come on in and she was all yeah let's do this come on do no let's not what do you also have a sandbox i can roll around in no i'm not exactly Exactly. So I I had a moment of weakness. I don't know what happened to me. A senior moment, perhaps, because I was just at that old lesbian booth. Yeah. And um, so I got glittered up by the Sephora girls. And um, what did they do? That brings us. um, They blotted some mm, sticky glitter shit by my eye. Which sent me into a dumb <gasps> spiral because that's one of my biggest fears is glitter in my eye. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. It'll just scratch your corneas so out and you'll be you blind. Just, <laughs> you got glittered up and then you went back over to those old lesbians and you're like, check me out now, girl, please. Look at me. What an aging between from what an, me and my daughter. You know, like she's what, 13 or what whatever. Would an aging lesbian do this to her face? Right. I don't think so. I, mean, I don't I'm the think hippest. So non-aging lesbian in the joint check this glitter out (laughs) (laughs) and then you get it in your eye (laughs) i'm seeing rainbows everywhere no it's just pride dust um but glitter is one of my irrational fears and i don't i think it's perfectly rational but I like to think of it as an allergy. I'm just, I, I'm very allergic to glitter. Is it specifically I, in the eye or is it like anywhere? Like, oh my God, what if glitter goes up my nose or in my ear? 
anywhere. It will. It is the herpes of the crafting world. It will stay with you forever. Mm-hmm. And it's herpes stays with you forever. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> Somebody out there needs to know this. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay. So I came home, wiped it off right away, and sure enough. I go to bed. It's on my shoulder. I'm like, how did it get on my shoulder? It was on my forehead before. And then you I go to do forehead. laundry. I'm like, it's all over my shirt. How how did it get on my shirt? So for the next 40 years, I'm going to go this one, this one slip up I had, this one yeah. moment of weakness. And um, it's just another <gasps> reason I'm going to have to burn the house down. Yeah, yeah. Glitter is uh, the worst, but you know what's as worst? It's I don't think glitter is as bad as sandboxes. Like that that um like irrational fears, sandboxes. Oh, I can't. I can't do anything with a sandbox. I can't do anything with sand. Sand art, sand dr- sand anything. Give me a fucking break, people. There's not gonna be sand the in this house. No! What are you crazy? <laughs> How do you get to the water? I you mean like the ocean? Yeah. Who's going to go in the goddamn ocean? Not me. <laughs> Not I me. Like, I don't like sand in my shoes because I feel like it never comes out. And then you can feel every tiny grain of sand in your shoe forever. What? Cat dead poop. people's skin. Dead people's bones. Dead people's everything ground up into sand. Pee. Um... <laughs> Hypodermic needles, glass shards, <laughs> glitter, <laughs> glitter, whale poop, uh, fish guts, anything is in sand. And guess what? I have a, a wart on the bottom of my foot, and I don't know what is going to get into that wart. <laughs> and then, guess what's going to happen? Whole infection going up my leg, leg gone, done and done. Then I'd probably be denied for disability anyway, but whatever, I'll try. I'm not going to try it. Well, I thought I was bad with glitter, but that's, I don't care for sand. I don't like how it feels, but that doesn't bother me as much. But cheese bother. I have a phobia of cheese graters and <gasps> vegetable. I can use them, but I'm afraid they're going to get me. Yeah. What yeah. about when you get a pedicure and then they use the cheese grater on your foot? What if they go too deep? They grate <sighs> right to the foot, bone. Right to the goddamn bone. Oh my god. And then I'm gonna add that to my list. Things not to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. What about dying in weird situations? Like I'm always afraid that I'm gonna die on the toilet or like Oh, people do that. I've learned or that like, at the funeral home. Or like I'm reaching for something in the garage and then like I'll get stuck there. And then that's where they'll find my dead body, like trapped behind the refrigerator or something. Oh, my God. That would be the <laughs> worst, especially since you don't have air conditioning. <laughs> you're just going to go. Getting, you're going to be a big slime ball moment. Um, no. Well, mine is, though. Okay. You're standing at the edge of the Grand Canyon, toes to the edge, and you look down. Why would down. you stand that close? I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm just saying. Aren't there railings? This, 
No. Haven't you seen the pictures? People can just walk right off that thing. What, are they going to put a railing around the whole goddamn Grand Canyon? That thing well, is huge. It's grand. It's huge. <laughs> they can put a wall from Mexico to... finish that. They're not going to get a railing around the Grand Canyon. Where are the donkeys going to go down? But anyways, so you, you're standing at the edge. And whenever I'm at, at height, like, you know, looking down... So, like something like that I first of all get this weird do you ever get this like weird like vagina tingle uh, you might have that you might want to get that checked no I'm serious like anytime I'm no afraid, no I would get like dizzy like I might get a little head spinny I get head spinny in my privates so you I look your head up your ass <laughs> I look down and then a strong gust of wind comes, as if a strong gust of wind can push this thing over right now. Right? <laughs> anyway, a strong gust of wind comes, and then, boom, ass over tea kettle. No, that's not it. Head over tea kettle. Nope. Head over ass. Well, whatever. I'm tumbling down the edge of the Grand Canyon. It's over ass. Yeah. Whatever. That, I, or what if you're standing there? And then somebody pretends they're going to shove you. They try, like, you know, <laughs> and they shake your shoulders or whatever. And then let go. Boom. You're dead down the edge of the Grand Canyon. Or what if you're standing there and you slip edge of the Grand Canyon dead? It all. A lot of my fears revolve around the Grand Canyon. Have you ever Some been to the Grand revolve, Canyon? I've never been to the Grand Canyon. This is all in my so, head. So our first trip is our our our, our reuniting our reunion tour. We're gonna go to Grand Canyon. First of all, if somebody shakes you, it's called murder. If they <laughs> pretend to push you and then you fall, that's called murder. You should know that. And it's what always you... the spouse. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to the Grand Canyon. Well, <laughs> we went we went to Yosemite and it's like kind of the same thing where it's, you're climbing on a shit ton of big rocks like there's another big rock let's climb on that and I just kept saying to the kids like I don't want anyone making fun of me for being over dramatic or being over protective we are not running on these trails we are not screwing around on the edge of things because people die here every single day sure enough like people died while we were there and some of the people while we were there, who were with the people we went with, like relatives of theirs, they had to call 911 at the <gasps> top of this thing because he got like heat sickness and oh, yeah. dizzy at the high altitude. <gasps> and they didn't return. And we were like, they're not back yet. They're still not back from this walk. Like, what do we do? So we had them call the ranger and see if their car was still there. And oh my God. Yeah, it was like crazy. And, but I mean, they made it back. But do you remember when I used to I used to have you text me every morning when my wife was away on business to make sure that I didn't die in the night? And I would have you text me in the morning to make sure I was still alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I don't. I, <laughs> I, I am. Um... Like, just text me and make sure I'm not dead. Because my big fear is that Why would I? if I'm by myself with the <gasps> and then you die I and then die. the kids are just gonna like 
mixing gonna have to figure out how to make toast by themselves and shit exactly burn the house down and it's like they just think i'm napping for a really long time I mean, oh, they're older now, so they li- figure I'm going to put that on my list of irrational fears, because now that's one of mine. Oh, God. That, that should be above the Grand Canyon, quite honestly. Because you're nowhere near the Grand Canyon. Well, I'm nowhere near quicksand either, but that's an irrational fear. You don't know when quicksand's going to strike. I don't even think that exists. Well, you would, because you'd be by quicksand. It's not going to jump out at you. You have to go in it. Mm. No, but what if you're walking down a path? Oh my gosh, look at and just keep walking, and then it just looks like dirt. Have you ever seen Gilligan's Island? It just looks like a nothing, and then whoop, quicksand. You're, you're right. We should base more of our reality stuff on what happened on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> True. Since really, it was like one of the very first reality shows, I think. Because they had all that luggage for a three-hour tour. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Like you know what makes... 90-day fiancé. More sense to be afraid of is I'm afraid of um, the Jewish memorial candles that we light for some of the Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. Because you don't blow them out. You just let them burn <gasps> till they're done. Until they burn out. you put them in a big glass container? How would you do that? They're going to fall over and set your house on fire. Exactly. So they're in a, they're, they come in their own like glass, like in a tea light kind of votive thing anyway. Oh, uh-huh. But still, like, I, I was raised to like not go to bed with a burning candle. Do you know how many times I've gone to bed with a burning candle? <laughs> really? You'll be fine. You will be fine. <laughs> Every time I'm like, the first time I blew them out and <gasps> like, you're not supposed to do that. It's like, they just go out on their own. And this one time I swear to whoever you swear to this one candle, it lasted for like three days. Were you exhausted just watching it? I was it? a nervous <laughs> freaking wreck every day. I was like, we can't go out to dinner. I got to stay here and babysit this candle. bed. <laughs> What if Holy I smell street. something in the middle of the night? Yeah. Horrible, horrible. What if a dog jumps up and bonks it and then, boop, right. fire? I'm mm-hmm. like, where's the best place? On top of the stove. I don't know, but what if... I... What if the gas leaks, then <laughs> explosion? Yeah, exactly. What? If... <gasps> we don't have gas just for that reason. I won't I won't allow it. We have well, an electric range. I'm not going to... I'm not Jewish, so I'm not gonna... have nothing. I'm not adding that to my list. My okay. though, do you want to hear something? Oh, I'll tell you in a second. But um, lakes in general, <gasps> I you don't see what's lakes. at the bottom. You can't see what's at the bottom. What if you're walking dead body and you're going to trip over it? There are dead <gasps> bodies in all of the lakes. I'm 100% sure. Why Why wouldn't there be dead bodies in it? <laughs> every single Honestly, lake. Every single goddamn lake. I don't think they're going to be in the shallows, but I don't like I'll snorkel in the ocean because it's clearer and you can see stuff, but I do not want to see what's under the water and anything could be down there. And I don't want to touch the bottom either because that's like sand or when you're swimming and it's all sandy and it's fine, but then you swim just a little too far and then there's seaweed. Yes. No, you couldn't see you. The worst. 
it feels like a body is grabbing you and my ankle that is it if i can see and then if there are fish fuck that no no legs (laughs) there are dead bodies in there i am for sure gonna trip over one one day i screw legs nope not gonna do it nope 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 cross them off your list yeah no so i mean i think what we can really take away from this episode is that we're both really mentally stable for sure and yeah totally not irrational at all no no these are legitimate fears that i think if nothing else we've educated other people who were clueless about these dangers so i have to tell you this though before you wrap this up i'm gonna wrap it up oh so i was talking to tracy i said what is your what's your rational fear you know, like to start out the conversation. And she goes, oh, I have a major one. I go, you do? What? And she goes, anytime I'm in a pool, like let's say we're at the club, in the pool, I fear that a shark is going to come and bite me. She goes, it doesn't matter. I don't feel that way in lakes or the ocean or anything. It's in pools. And I'm like, what? Okay, that doesn't even make sense. What? How would a shark fucking get in the pool? Whatever. And she's like, I can't explain it to you. I've felt this fear forever. <laughs> and so I was, I did not make fun of her. I did not crack a joke. I was taken very seriously. I'm like, there's not going to be a shark in the pool, honey. Whatever, you know, blah blah blah. So then I asked my friend Rebecca, "What's your irrational fear? Guess what the fuck her her rational fear her irrational fear is." Shark in the pool or the bathtub. That is the stupidest irrational fear ever. I'm I mean, like, are you it's, goddamn kidding me? There are two people in this world that have irrational fears of sharks in swimming pools? And you know both of them? I know both of them. What <laughs> in the heck? That doesn't even make sense. Thing. How does the shark get there? It doesn't make sense. Like Grand she, Canyon makes sense. It's big, big fall, boom, boom, die. Yeah. Candles, fire, bad, burn. Yeah. Lakes, shark in a pool? For sure. Shark in a pool. Or Rebecca even went one step further and said, or in the bathtub. I'm when like, the, okay, in the world, that is crazy. <laughs> when in the history of ever has there been a news Never. report of a shark in the gym pool? <laughs> I can promise you, at the club, there is gonna never Google, been a shark in the pool. I'm going to Google the crap. <laughs> How would it survive? You can't live in there. Oh, my God. That's How ridiculous. would it get in there? How would it get in there? I do not want to judge other people's mental health, but that's crazy. Yeah. And so yeah. I asked Angie, I said, what's your irrational fear? And she goes, um... <laughs> She actually had a name for hers, and it was um, submechanophobia. Submechanophobia. What's that? The fear of propellers under large bodies of water, or buoys, or something like that, like underwater. So, and I asked her to, like, could you expand on that at all? And she must have fallen asleep, fallen asleep because she never responded. But yeah, it's like a fear of propellers underwater. Or mechanical things underwater. Which kind of makes sense. Because like. It's it's the unknown 
of like what's under the water or chopping your limbs off underwater when you like what if you're oh my god that makes this would never happen to me because i wouldn't go in a lake but what if you're skiing behind a boat a boat skier no what's that well yeah there's that what's that called oh water skier water skiing (laughs) yeah and the boat you know you fall and then another boat comes and chops you with a propeller well again that's murder because you're not supposed to go that close to somebody else. How do you, I would never be able to see a, a little a head in the water. You I would do. You sure see be the one to chop somebody up in the water. But whatever. Well, we're not going to let you drive a boat. That's I for sure. Know. Who's going to go on a lake? Not me. Not you. you. Speaking of murder, um, Stacy got me. A murder mystery subscription box. And it came the other day where you have, uh, yeah, every month you get a new box with more clues and stuff. But I didn't read all the instructions. So at first I was like, freaking. I can tell this one. I'm like, I got nothing. I got a whole list of suspects, I got a map. And I got a couple clues. This is not enough to go on. But then I, I was like, so next month's box, is that a new crime? Or is that more clues for this one? And it turns out it's more clues for this one. So that makes more sense. Yeah, I could but 100% I have eliminated one suspect. Opening the box, tearing it open, ripping the box in the process, dumping it all out with no rhyme or reason, not reading one goddamn <laughs> instruction, and then coming to the conclusion that it sucks and you're just going to throw it away. <laughs> this is broken. It's not me. This is broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds but, like fun. So no. Yeah, so it's fun so far. But now I've eliminated one suspect and now I have to wait like three more weeks to get my new oh. evidence. I know. So what That's do you get when hard. you solve it? Do you get a prize? Satisfaction. Faction of knowing you cracked the case, mm-hmm. but there's like fun little tchotchkes in there. This this theme is a um a 1980s 1990s uh, high school reunion when somebody was murdered at it. So there's all this fun 1990s stuff. Like I got a can cozy. I got one of those black light things to shine on some of my evidence to look for more clothes. Oh, what have what have you shown? What have you shined it on? What have you shown it? What I've shown hey, it on a lot of stuff <laughs> in my house to see. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Ooh, what's this? Oh, that's oh filthy. god, I wouldn't do that." Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what, are we, what are we gonna say? Huh? You you were gonna say something? Oh, I don't know. I was just gonna talk about more fears. <laughs> Welcome to the fear cast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could have That's a whole a sub cast of just go on and on and on and on and on and on because I have them. I have a whole list. Look oh. at Oop, two sides. Oh, my gosh. It's like it's <laughs> like the um, the Jew scrolls like. <laughs> and it's like it's like the Torah. It just keeps yeah. unrolling Santa's list. Um, um 
I asked Diane what her irrational fear is, and she said... You, like, interviewed people. I did. I was, like, thinking about it. She said that falling off the side of a um, cruise ship, not that she's ever been on a cruise ship or would ever go on a cruise ship, but falling Mm -hmm. over the, like, off the railing of a cruise ship. And I thought, no, that's valid. You know, I I was afraid of that until I went cruise. I feel like you have to really try to fall off a cruise ship to fall off a cruise ship. But people do it every day. The railings are pretty high. Mm-mm. I think people are pushed off every day. Yes. Or really drunk. Oh, God. And then to go along with that, her I think part two of that fear was um, large being in the large body of deep water. Well, so she shouldn't go on a cruise because no. those big boats have to go in big water. <laughs> yeah. We can solve everyone's problems right here. Just right. like, okay, don't do that. Yeah. Right. Don't. But then they say, you know, to get over your fear, you should do it. But fuck that. I'm not going to the Grand Canyon. It's cutting me through there. Well, then you'd be, you'd have to be heavily medicated, which would then make you even more tippy. <sighs> no. And then you would fall off. I was like, I, I don't like going. flying. I don't like flying, but I don't take medication when I fly because then I'll be incapacitated. And if something does go down how am I going to survive right sure yeah I mean Mm -hmm. you wouldn't but if you would you wouldn't though (laughs) (laughs) that's really really profound (laughs) I'm going to just put it this way it's okay if you take a Xanax before you fly because you're not going to cut you're not going to survive because it's not going to make a big difference yeah no so here's the let me solve this fear for you. <laughs> it was what I do, whatever. <laughs> take Xanax, have a glass of wine. I'm It'll be fine. Take a Xanax and have some beer. It's fine. It's yeah. just you do you. <laughs> Kids, you're on your own. And then I went to the web and I gave it all a goog and I said, you know, I put about the irrational fears. This one woman said that, which now is on my list, she never sleeps with her arms above her head because she has a fear that somebody's going to come in and stab her in her armpits. which if you think about it is sounds pretty damn horrendous it sounds horrific like that'd be the least of your worries it wouldn't matter where just if someone's coming to stab you like oh anywhere but the armpits (laughs) it's weird but it's valid people would be crazy and then another one said that they have a fear of, and this came from a childhood thing, but they have a fear of putting their head out the window in a moving vehicle because they're afraid that a cigarette is going to go in their mouth and they're going to choke. <laughs> <laughs> I would be more afraid that your head would get chopped off by a passing oh, right? car. Like, <laughs> you're going to go over a, by a low-hanging branch and your head's gone. What? <laughs> Well, in California, motorcycles can go down the middle. <gasps> yes. So, like, if you're sticking your head out, like, a motorcycle could just speed by and clip your head right off. Oh, God, that would be horrible. Um, what, what is she a dog? Why would you stick your head out the window? Kids do stupid things. It came from their childhood. Like, so, it something in their childhood. I don't remember uh, where it's at. Uh, 
It's probably um, one of those things where their parents were like, get your head in bed to scare them. Yeah, you're going to swallow a cigarette, a burning cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, another one, which is totally valid in my book, is going into a porta potty and it rolling down a hill. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that porta potties in general are just. If it's tipsy, tipsy, or rolls oh, over. A bad or... situation. Well, how many movies have you seen where, like, people pull a prank on each other and, like, lock them in there and then tip it over? <laughs> I want to talk about it. Yeah. And then the final one I have is that, which is, again, something I can relate to, when you are going to go on a roller coaster and the worker is too fast and they don't clip your buckle all the way in mm-hmm. and you fall out of the roller coaster. Yes, that's a legitimate fear. That happens. It does. Because they've been doing it all day and they're just like lazy and like clip, 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 clip. Or those, like, I trust like Disneyland stuff more than those rinky dinky carnival rides that just some carny oh, guys yeah. have just yeah. taken apart mm-hmm. and then thrown on a truck and then went to their place and they're out in the rain and the snow and the yeah. sun. Yeah. They don't take care of that stuff. Oh my god, one of those traps. scrambler things could just shoot right off and skid across the parking lot. It could spin right off. Mm-hmm. 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 That's not good. <sighs> now I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Because I have a we lot have to think a really about. good list of things not to do. <laughs> so that's good. Let's think of some like really blessed. Let's think of hashtag blessed now. <laughs> <laughs> last I never fell off a roller coaster. <laughs> no. Um, did you see that Mattel has this new line of dolls? You got to get them. Mine are. My kids are too old for them now, but they're they're not Barbies. They're they don't want them to look anything like Barbies. They're called Creatable World, and they retail for about thirty dollars. But it's this, it's a kit. So they're, the, the way that they pitch it is a key everyone in. So this one dog, and I don't even know if they're, they're completely gender neutral. So I don't know when you take their clothes off if they're just plain. But, you know, Barbie's got stuff. She's anatomically correct. Really? Um, you know Barbie has boobs and like a, a flat vagina. Front. Well, she's got like a, like a camel toe, but not but no not these ones. I'm just saying real Barbie. But so these dolls, they like this one comes with um, blonde hair and it's shaved on the sides and it's like a short haircut, and then you can clip on longer hair. So, however, this this child identifies or wants their character to identify they can. So you're not trapped with like a girl doll or a boy doll. And they come with like athletic wear, pants, skirts. They're just completely gender neutral. Gender neutral? Neutral. (laughs) Um, So they're not labeled as like boys or girls. They're just labeled. I thought was super cool. Yeah. And they look like more, more childlike. They're not just like, I mean, let's face it. Barbie's just, she's a tramp. Oh, my God. You can't say that. Why not? 
she was the president and then she drove nascar and she was a nurse and she was um like everything she's not a tramp she was never a tramp Uh oh do you freeze up yeah oh man we've been having <laughs> technical difficulties on this one Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right what else you got for me i'm all out of um fears <laughs> fears oh yeah, you'll I probably have more next week i probably will on fear corner <laughs> the fear segment fear fear irrational fear something good um, which is Remember that show Fear Factor where like they'd have people oh, fuck they'd that. have to get in a box with like a gazillion oh, tarantulas no. and stuff for a million dollars and stuff? I can't believe that show made it on the air. I can't believe people didn't die from that show. But you would think you would just go into shock. Yeah, that's what just I mean. Just yeah. stroke out, man. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we've tortured people long enough with our shoddy sound today so email us your irrational fears at etc the podcast gmail.com give us your right we'll talk to you next week or email us from a porta potty if you will oh but don't wait don't 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 email us Oh, gosh. Don't go to the Grand Canyon. Put your phone away. You don't need that selfie because let me tell you, no matter how good you think the Grand Canyon looks, it's not going to look good in your tiny little picture. So just save your life. Just stop. stop right. Just doing. crawl to the edge, do an army crawl back, be done and done. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your shitty vacation picture. If they want to see it, they'll watch like National Geographic or something. Just save your life and don't go so close to the edge to take a selfie. Amen and amen. <laughs> <laughs>